podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Zero Pucks Given, the UK ice hockey podcast. We are in partnership with Blades Belong on Your Feet, the charity fighting knife crime with ice skating all across the UK. And we are in partnership with Hockey Art Co., the clothing company for you hockey fans. Worn by the best, hated by the rest. Zero Pucks Given listeners get a 10% discount on everything on the Hockey Art Co. website. If you enter the code ZP10 upon checkout, you'll get your discount on anything that you like from their website. So go there and check it out once you finish listening to this, of course. This is episode 41. We are still in the Britain season preview with myself and Anthony Russell. And this episode is all about the newly named Romford Buccaneers. Uh, so we will now move back into Essex and onto the very newly named Romford Buccaneers. Mm. They were, as you said, a good, a good, challenging weekend that they've just had. Uh, sort of a head and home with the Harringay Huskies. They come out on top both times, but that was a good workout for them. Yeah, probably more than they, they may have necessarily been expecting, but certainly I think it's it's no no bad thing. I think in in that sense. The thing, of course, with the team like the Buccaneers, the the other Buccaneers, because of course we have, they are now the second Buccaneer side in um in a uh, in the NIHL structure, thanks to Billingham deciding to name their second team the same thing. Yeah. But I'm always interested with these teams that are the second teams in the rink of what's the goal kind of thing, because again. I'm I'm sorry if you're a really loyal Buccaneers watcher. I don't think they're winning the title. Sorry, um, but there's some really interesting there's some really interesting names on it. Albeit at the moment, Elite Prospects has them having five D five defensemen and one goalie, who's your friend Sonny Phillips. Um, yeah. You assume that the under 18s are getting very heftily called on to kind of come in and join party there but um there is a they like i say teams like teams like this i'm I'm always very um and especially as well where you consider and we'll obviously talk about the thunder in a bit but there's much less of a um the the link up is much less talked about and obviously you've got uh, you know like i say i mean i 13 forwards 5d and one goal is a very odd makeup of a roster but they've got some little names in there. Elliot Dervish is a name who just you know, seems to be around forever. Um, <laughs> um, but it was also, you know, like people, you know, there's, you know, Louis Kiniston, Luke Mascali. Like there's a bit of, there's a bit of, of talent in there, but they're a, they're, a, they're an interesting, they're, they're an interesting bunch. 
I think though the I mean like you mentioned when you talk about like season ticket prices and things like that, I believe you said these guys have the lowest price, like the lowest entry price in the division. Was I right in that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a reason for that. 115 pounds, yeah. Yeah, and there's a reason for that. (laughs) Yeah. But you get the opportunity to see I mean, aside from the fact, you know, Ellie Wakeling is, you know, uh in, in women's hockey has you know a vast amount of quality and she's able to play in this as well. Uh, so she gets to add an extra dimension to her game. Guys get to play with someone who, who has you know got a, a vast amount of talent in a different sphere of the game because you know there's a difference between men and women's hockey. But like you, there's so much kind of potential in that, and it's just watching. You know, if you're going and watching a Buccaneers game, you're not much, so much watching for the result. You'd like Romford to win, I assume, if you're a Romford fan, but you are watching potential personified right yeah. this is about this is about guys pushing on and who's going to be the next up will it be tj anderson will it be marco pascali who not long ago were on that roster and last you know a couple of months ago absolutely showed up and showed out in coventry who's the next person to do that who's the next person that that Sean Easton's going to pluck out of that of that roster and be the next big name for the Raiders, like that's that's a cool feeling. That's pretty cool, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, TJ Anderson from last year was just incredible. Yeah, he's um, ridiculous. He was utterly ridiculous. Yeah, yeah for, I mean, for, for that level, we just yeah, absolutely. And in the, even in the in the national playoffs, he, he stepped straight up from doing the the Britain playoffs at Milton Keynes, then went up to the national playoffs with the Raiders and just had an exceptional weekend. Yep. So yeah, like I, said, I mean, in all honesty, because of how good their ticket prices was, my wife's trying to force me to drive another 20 miles up the A12. She, she said it'd be cheaper on fuel for you to drive to Romford. <laughs> but the, um, yeah, they've, with their young guys coming through and they have taken two, uh, I think it's two from Chelmsford, Joe Tamarlin, absolutely quality player i'd like to see him get a bit of time with the buccaneers this year rather than step straight into the raiders um brindley caps of course is is ellie wakelin's brother yeah um so he's in there they both had incredibly successful starts this weekend so that's quite exciting for them romford fans if they can get to see that as you say potential personified yeah with those young players i think most romford fans would take beating chelmsford four times as a successful season. Yeah. There's, there's, there's acceptable results. There's a, I think, you know, as a, as, as a base, you say, as a base, you say, fan, you set up for beating the bees six times <laughs> yeah. and then just sort of sod the rest of the, sod the rest of the league campaign, I think was, was sometimes, uh, sometimes how it felt. But like you say, you, you get, you know, you get a bit of a local derby, which is a bit, which is a bit nice. You get the opportunity to, and again, even maybe more so than kind of Oxford, because like I said, we, we just mentioned about Oxford. I think their potential to kind of push up and push on is a bit is much higher than than this group. Um, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sorry to say for Romford fans, but this is a team that's here to hand up bloody noses. Yeah, turn up, turn up in yeah. Romford and don't put the effort in at your peril. I think is kind of the is, is the big is the big mess is the big message here, and and obviously like you know Harringay are a team are an organisation on the up. You know, they've got the Plexi in at Ali Pali. They've got plans to move up. They've got, you know, they've got a lot of guys who, uh, you know, they're, Harringay is, a, is an organisation with energy and excitement around it. And they need to be able to prove from what, from that they can. From what I hear, that's a done deal. Yeah, oh, it is, yeah. That's a done deal. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It's it's going to happen. But I think the but the thing, of course, is that that organisation with all its energy and all of its all of the excitement around it. Romford went, nah, mate. We're not we're not playing that game. We're not excited yeah. about you, and pushed them aside. Obviously, they didn't you know they didn't give them sort of a, a, a great big whack or anything like that. But a win is a win is a win. And in preseason, when you're trying to you know Romford are heading, the Buccaneers are heading to a really competitive South one where they do not look like one of the strongest sides. Wins confidence, yeah. That's and that's yeah, but, important. But like you said, I think their big thing is definitely going to be if you if you turn up at Rumford Sapphire unprepared, mm-hmm. they're going to hand you your ass on a plate. Yeah, or they'll do even worse and just like nick it from me right at the end, <laughs> make you feel yeah. really bad, make you feel They've really done that bad to about us yourself once or twice, and that's really heartbreaking. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I mean, that happens quite early, actually, in the season. The Essex Derby, I think it's next Saturday, the 23rd. So that happens uh, nice we'll and early. We'll see, how, we'll, see how, we'll see how accurate we were on that one. I think really, mm. though, for me, the you know the, 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 the ceiling and the floor are both in the bottom half are on, for the bit honest with ourselves. I think the yeah. – I find it interesting because having just uh, opened up the, the table on Elite Prospects, there's no results on it, obviously, despite the fact there's been a game play. But Romford, it, has, it puts them uh, alphabetically in fifth. I think fifth is the highest that Romford will go. Um, the floor for them is the bottom um, because I, yeah, I'm, unfortunately, just is, um, especially with the fact that Milton Keynes are a bit retooled and a bit different looking, albeit the result from the weekend was, you know, very much kind of mirrored some of the stuff we saw last year. But I, I don't see a top half finish for the, for the Buccaneers. What I see for them doing is to, like I say, just, you know, Throwing their weight around, throw the weight around a bit. Yeah, like we said, if people, if people don't turn up, you know, if you if you fail to prepare, and you go to Romford, if, and you go to Romford with that attitude, prepare to fail. They will beat you. Mm. Yeah, I've I've got them as as seventh, but not far from sixth, slightly ahead of eighth. Um, as you said, I think they'll pick up some some results that will sort of look at look like highlights towards the end of the end of the season. You know, that they, they, they probably will. Nick one of the four at least off of Chelmsford. They they could well, you know, nick a even nick a point off of off of an Invictor or a Solent. Mm-hmm. Um I mean with the Solent, with the way Solent have rebuilt, and if Buccaneers have a full squad available, Solent against Buccaneers sounds like a barnstormer to me. Yeah. Yeah, could be, yeah, very, very much so. So yeah, there's definitely a potential for some some great results there. And and as you say, being a, a development side for the National League, they know what they're there to do. They're not really there to to go and challenge the top two or three in this division. Um, no. But they've got some incre- some great young players, and I'm sure they're going to make a really great show. And they also have one of the best jerseys in the league. <laughs> not a personal favourite of mine, I have to I have to say, but. Uh... Fair play, fair play to fair play to them. It can be a, it can be a thankless task playing playing in a in a side like that. But yeah, you know the the future the future is there for a lot of the, a lot of those young guys to to yeah. do some dam- to do some damage. Yeah, they work very hard as well, and, and as you said, they they'll turn up and they'll play every game a hundred percent. They give a hundred percent for Jason Buckman. Um, he's also kind enough to give his time up for the podcast as well and give his thoughts. So, yeah. Despite the despite the rivalry, I love what Romford do. Without Romford, you know, we wouldn't have a, a proper rival in Essex. So it's um certainly one I'm looking forward to. 
This podcast is hosted by Spotify for Podcasters. It is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and anywhere else that you get your podcasts. You can follow on all the social medias. It's at Zero Pucks Given for YouTube and Facebook, at Zero Pucks Given Podcast for Instagram, TikTok, and Threads, at Zero Pucks Pod on X, and Ben Hyde ZPG on Snapchat. Follow us on all of those, and you will not miss a thing. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network.